1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Brought to you by Screen X, exclusively at Market Ridge Cinema in New Berlin. Screen X provides moviegoers with a 270-degree viewing experience. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking visuals at Marcus Ridge Cinema's Screen X in New Berlin. Get your tickets at MarcusTheaters.com. Please welcome to the program the host of Larry Smith Outdoors on Valley Sports Wisconsin, Larry Smith. Good morning, Larry. How are you? Hey, I'm absolutely fantastic, but I just have to say to you, I was just listening to your weather lady and... uh, uh, you know what? I'm thinking about going on a witch hunt for her because if forecasts like that, 40 degrees, that's yeah. not what I wanted to yeah. hear this morning. Right. I can tell you that. You don't, you don't blame her, though. <laughs> well, I'm t- know, Molly's, I don't know bad what, news. Molly's <laughs> just a scientist reporting uh, the facts. Larry, <laughs> superstition to blame the weather. Well, lady. I got to put the blame on somebody, and I, she's the person I'm listening to, so I got to go after her first right, right. there. Yeah. Hey, that but seems I'll tell you real what, 14th century, but. Okay. Yeah, we we do have we do have some ice, and that's the kind of the exciting part. I'm actually going tomorrow and up into the UP to film my first ice show of the season. Uh, there's about three and a half inches up there as of yesterday, so we should have almost four and a half inches by tomorrow, and uh, that's kind of a cool part. So for those who love the ice fish, like I do. Um, you know, if you don't mind, uh, you know, sticking a little bit of, you know, fuel in your tank and driving a little bit, it's well worth it. You know, the cool part about ice fishing is that it's one of them sports that is just, it amazes me because I've been guiding for 32 years full time, uh, mostly out on Lake Winnebago and the Bay Green Bay and Pete Wall and Castle Rock. But to see how ice fishing has transformed is absolutely incredible, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And I'm like, I don't know where all these people are coming from, but I think a lot of people have figured it out. Instead of sitting at home all winter long watching TV, they're getting outdoors. And, you know, the cool part about ice fishing, too, is that really it's changed so much. It's not the old sorrel boots with the bread bags in them anymore. You know, the clothing is incredible. Um, you know, transportation, the float suits, you know, the shelters. Um, it just goes on and on and on. Well, let's talk and, about the shelters for a second. because You said it's yep. great to get outdoors, but some of these shelters have, like, TVs, they have their own satellite. Right. They're, uh, you know, you sit in there <laughs> hey, on a couch. Hey, don't rip on a guy that likes to be in comfort. No, okay? no, no right. I, I think not. I, I can't believe it took so long to figure that out. That why not make it comfortable to go ice fishing? Why do I? Why do? Why do I have to be like disconnected from the world because I want to catch a fish? I can because right, what you were talking about the sorrel boots with the bread yeah. bags in them and sitting around a, you a hole in the ice. Yes, yes. That, <laughs> that was a thing. But now, absolutely. And I suppose the expo will have all kinds of products to make ice fishing more. Well, that's the successful, cool part about the expo too. Yeah, because this you got to remember one thing, too, is this is the only ice fishing expo in the whole state. And Wisconsin is one of the largest states when it comes to ice fishing people, right, men and women. And that's the other cool part when you start thinking about ice fishing is that, you know what, I think in the, you know, in the early stages of all this, it was more guys, you know, and a few women would come about now. It's amazing the amount of women that have gotten involved in ice fishing. And I hate to say this, you know, and I've, I've come from experience, 32 years of guiding full-time, is that most women, I, I know I'm going to get ridiculed for this, are really better fishermen and, or fisherwomen and they bring guys. And they bring an air of dignity 
to the sport because it's not four guys sitting around in a tent farting all day. <laughs> no, now, now there's going to be you ice know. fishing lingerie. <laughs> you watch. Mark my words. They'll have that at the expo in 10 years. I wouldn't doubt that one bit. I can tell you that much. You know, But it's cool to really come out to the expo. Uh, this is a new one. It's in Oshkosh there. Um, you know, it's cool to come there because you get to see all the new items that are out for the year. You know, that's the amazing part right there. And, you know, when it comes to, you know, ice fishing, there's always, just like any other sport, there's always new gear coming out because there's such a demand for it. You know, that's the, that's the awesome part about this. And Hold on, Larry. Let me stop you there. What, what is the last revolutionary thing that, that, in your opinion, showed up in the ice fishing world? Well, I would say electronics for okay. sure. Electronics, right. they're just like absolutely have gotten to be amazing. And, you know, the other part, just like anything else in life, is that social media, really, uh, the amount of knowledge that's out there, if you channel it in the right direction, is absolutely incredible. Um, it saved you, you know. I mean, there's always the diehards that are out there, and most of them are reporting good reports, you know, as far as ice conditions, where the fish are biting, how they're biting, you know. So really, it's not it, – it, and this is how people fish nowadays, I would say, a, a vast majority of them. They really fish on what they see on social media, right? You know, it's kind of funny, like last summer or late, late last fall, I should say, the perch fishing in Winnebago usually picks up really good. And so I'm fishing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday – I don't see hardly a soul out fishing. The conditions were pretty good. All of a sudden, Sunday, I see about a dozen boats out there. All of a sudden, Monday, I go to the boat landing at 6 in the morning. It's absolutely full. I'm like, how can this be? So I look online. Yep, somebody had a report of they caught a limit of perch on Sunday, and that's how people fish nowadays. But, you know, you want to utilize that in, in, in a positive manner, and it really is a good way to, to at least start your day off or start your trip off is to see what's going on in the areas that you want to fish. Well, that's the thing with your show, right, Larry? It's a new show every week, yeah. 52 weeks a year. Yep. Something yeah, local. Pattern that after John Gillespie, but we, you know, we pulled in the hunting part and did a, a bunch of other things. But yeah, I mean, I filmed in my career. I filmed with a lot of different, uh, you know, TV shows, and I really never saw a big response from any of them. You know, and some really good, well-produced shows. And then, you know what, I, after filming with John, because every week he's giving you guys and gals a new show, you know, and it's new information. So really, to me, when I started my show, and this is our eighth season now, um, you know, and we, we are national and regional and, of course, on every streaming service that you can think of. Um, so, you know, it really made me, when I decided to start my own show, to go to do the extra effort and do the the, the 52 weeks, you know, where most shows are 13 or 26 weeks. And a lot of it's, it's you know, these, a lot of shows are shot and aired, you know, they're shot one season and aired the next year. You know, talking to, our stuff <clears throat> is all, all within a couple of weeks. We're talking to Larry Smith from Larry Smith Outdoors. He's going to be at the uh, Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo in Oshkosh at the Sunny View Expo Center next weekend. You're going to be there the uh, the 8th. Starts in uh, 10 9th, days, really. 10th, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. 8th, yeah. 9th and 10th. Larry, yesterday we had a story about first day. And the story was if you ha- if you go if you have an activity on a first date rather than going to dinner or a movie or something like that if you have a something where the two of you are physically involved like bowling or something like that you build a stronger bond on the first date would you recommend Larry Smith outdoorsman taking your date ice fishing 
on a first date? Boy, I'll tell you something. Uh, for you saying that gives me the heebie-jeebies because <laughs> I've been ma- I've been married 34 years, and one of the first dates I took my wife on was definitely ice fishing. That's a hundred percent true story, and and I would agree on that because you know what, you know, as you know, either a guy or a gal, your your hobby, you know, or your passion is everything to you, and so being able to pull somebody in on that passion that you have, you know, that you're going to know right away if all of a sudden they say they don't want to go again, you better start looking in down another ice fishing hole for another another well, woman or so. another guy. And I think right? on a first date, it doesn't have to be an eight-hour expedition. <laughs> it's no, just I mean, you go, I think you fish for 90 first... minutes, and then you yeah. go have drinks. Yeah, you'll know, yeah, you'll definitely know, you know, before you get your limit for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you know what I'm talking about, right? Total immersion. Code, just, code uh, red. Just, code red. Just yeah. give them a taste. Well, let's, a taste of ice fishing. Let, let's if you want start. a taste of ice fishing. There'll certainly be a lot of that at the uh, Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo. Yeah, they will. So I got to ask you boys this. So I don't know if this is right or wrong. So I'm thinking about, you know, I was up at your camp. Uh, my, I got a camp up in Minnesota, and I was there for five days. And we don't really have any solid water up there. We got rainwater, and we're right. really limited to dishes, blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. So you can't really take a shower. So I come home, and one of my one of my things that I miss the most about, you know, every day is I take a shower in the morning, and I dye my hair, right? Because you know what? I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but Wait. I hate gray hair. And, and, Wait you know, a minute. A Every day when like, you get out of the shower, Larry, you dye your hair? Well, I dye it. I use the shampoo that, that has the dye right in it. So okay. it's like it's it's one and done kind of thing. Okay. You know? okay. And so I tell people about that, and they're like, I can't believe that you tell people you dye your hair. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, you know what? You know, well, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like, you know, you know, when a woman goes and gets a, you know, boob job, you know what? She doesn't, like, hide that, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hopefully so I put she doesn't, right? Well. Believe it or not, we're talking ice fishing with Larry uh, Larry Smith from Larry Smith Outdoors right now. <laughs> hey, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you something, you guys, and how this all relates together. Life is all about having a good time and being happy. And if you're not happy in life and having a good time, you're down the wrong direction because every day goes by so fast and your life will be over before you know it. And here's a, here's my philosophy now. One thing I can tell you, do it today what you want to do because you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. So I like to be funny on what I do, and I like to, and there's a lot of truth to the dying of the hair, but you know what? I like to enjoy my life, and I like to spread the good word. And, you know, I learned this a long time ago, you know, again, guiding for 32 years full-time, um, is that it's all about making sure the people that you're with are having a good time. You know, and there's days where fishing's really slow, and it can be that way, but it's more about really the experience that they have with me and the things they learn and, and how they how they feel, you know. I've guided a lot of different people in my life, you know, people from, you know, I've guided John Boehner when he was the Speaker of the House, and they had security all over, you know, and people that are super wealthy to people that spend two or three or save two or three years to do a trip with me. So, and I treat them all the same, you know. I want them to make sure that they have a good time and learn, and it's all about the experience, again, because you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. That's where your uh, catchphrase comes from. Yep, it's a great day to be alive, and it is that way, you know, and I'm not shy about things that I say anymore, and, and you know, and again, it's, you know, I'm, it's, as long as it's all positive stuff, 
And that's what people want to hear. They don't want to get in the ice shanty with you or get in the boat with you and you start talking about some negative stuff, politics, whatever it is. Especially if you're stuck in in a small fishing uh, Shanny, you know, right. out on a lake. It's like, dude, yeah. can we can we change the topic? I remember when I was a kid, my grandpa, he had a place on a lake in Michigan, right? He had a cottage mm-hmm. that, that he and my uncles built, and he had an ice fishing shanty that they pulled out onto the lake every winter, and it was basically twice the size of an outhouse, right? <laughs> had a yep. hole in the floor, and it had yep. had two benches, Look, so you would sit and look at each other. So you were both looking at the hole and looking at each other, and that was ice fishing. It, right. It didn't even have well, a light in it, Larry. Yeah. Well, think about this: how you still remember that like it was yesterday, and that is the big part about like the outdoors is that you really remember a lot of things, and and most of them are pretty positive. So that's what I love. I mean, I always mm-hmm. tell everybody this, and this is so so true. I am nobody special. That's a hundred percent, but I'm a hardworking person and I do enjoy other people. And that's the key to being a good guide. It's not like there's a lot of people that are a lot better at fishing than I am. I'm going to tell you that right now. And it, but when it comes to guiding, I think that I got that dialed in because again, it's not always about, you know, how many fish you catch. Of course, we want to try to catch as many as we can, but it's all about, again, going back to the experience and having fun with the people that you were with for that day, right? And you got to remember another thing, like when it comes to guiding, like especially when we get on the ice, we're guiding every day, and it's a grind. There's typically going to be, I always figure, four to six, seven days where you're not going to sleep at all because something broke, you're up all night trying to fix it, or moving shanties all night to the other end of the lake. There's always something that comes up. But, you know, the next day when we meet our people, you know, we, we don't tell them that we're up all night, you know, trying to fix something and we're not down. We're, we're enthusiastic and we're ready to rock and roll. We want to make sure, again, they have a great experience. Larry, how many times have you been asked, is this a good spot? <laughs> Or, or, or I always tell him this: you wouldn't be here if it wasn't. Right. There you go. <laughs> right. Larry Smith, Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo, Oshkosh, Sunnyview Expo Center, December eighth through the tenth. Yes, yes. Go see him. Larry, do you have a snow cat? Uh, I had a, a bunch of snow bears, but what I have now is I've got an airboat. I've got four Suburbans, I've got six uh, four-wheelers and two side-by-sides, and I've, had, I've got a track machine. I used to run snowbirds, but they kept breaking on me all the time. That kept you up all night. We just talked about that. Right, that exactly. And don't call them shanties. That no, used to be, when I had one of them, it was 12 nights I'd go without sleeping. <laughs> yeah. They're not what, ice shanties what are, anymore. They what, another, they're an another ice, what are they, those. what are we calling them now, Larry? They're not shanties anymore because they're way beyond that. Well, what? they're you know obviously they call them ice houses, okay. right? So right. I mean that I mean, but and that really has changed drastically too. I mean, when you, even you look at the portables, the portables have become you know so so convenient. To, they're you know they're just I mean they're yeah. so, they're built so well. Your you know satellite. I mean just yeah. yeah everything has changed on on that part right there. You but, can check yeah, it- and again. Hey, I mean, you think about how many people started this ice camping now, too, where people are actually camping on on the ice. Well, you want something that's that's going to be comfortable if you're going to be and spending. And that floats. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Larry well, Smith. Yeah. Hey, 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 Larry, your hair looks great. Thanks for talking to us this morning. Thanks, guys. Hi, Larry. Thanks for the time. <laughs> I think he likes fishing. Uh, I think he found. I think he he's doing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs>